Hi, and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast where I have the opportunity to sit down and chat with amazing humans about their journeys with mental health. For this episode, I'm so happy to introduce a friend of mine, actually, Aurélie Kral, to the conversation. Welcome, Aurélie. Hi, Matt. Very nice pronunciation of my name. I, I had to say that. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was really agonizing over whether I do it right. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a lovely name and, uh, and I'll let you do an introduction to yourself in a moment. But um, just, just so everybody knows how we, we know each other and why we're uh-huh. having this conversation. Um, so Aurelie and I met, uh, gosh, a few years ago, actually, uh, in a boxing mm-hmm. ring. It sounds quite interesting, doesn't it? So I thought I'd set it up that way. Um, we were I- fighting. <laughs> we're not fighting I think I was round seven in the in the boxing ring but but it was um it was during a conference that we met in travel and it was in the travel industry we were doing conference for the uh the Netherlands Association of Travel Management I think that's uh, which one it was and uh yeah and the concept was around a boxing ring anyway we're not going to talk too much about that but we sort of had good chats conversations already or uh, started to understand a little bit about what I was doing with mental health and traveler well-being at the time um and we just remained sort of in touch and as friends over the last uh, few years since that happened and and yeah we check in with each other every now and again which is lovely and uh, we thought we'd check in on a podcast and have a conversation here so welcome to the conversation I'll let you do your introduction thank you so much Matt and I remember very well that day uh, when we met and the great chat we had at dinner Uh, we were sat we were sat at the table and uh, I think yeah you 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 have an an amazing uh, quality is to make people feel very comfortable uh, very comfortable to open up uh, so very delighted to be a uh, guest number 100 and how much 22 this one there we go guest number 122 wow. of the series um, so for those who uh, know me quite often um, how can I put this I'm uh, I'm known a little bit as a tech geek Uh, probably with a digital nomad hat, working while traveling. I am passionate about technology, innovation, and I decided to actually make, you know, use my passion and create a job out of it. Um, So I had a great run for eight years, uh, approximately. And before that, um, I was working more in the corporate world. So this is actually how we met. Both you and I, Matt, have that in common. We have a a business travel industry background. Um, And uh, yeah, I consider myself a little bit more as a world citizen. Absolutely love meeting people, um, you know, getting to know different cultures. Um, I'm a fitness uh, junkie as well in the process. Um, I would describe myself very much as a slash gen. You know, this generation that does uh, activity A slash activity B slash activity oh, right. C. Yeah, okay. there we go. <laughs> there we go. Incredible. Um, and, uh, and so just a little bit about where you are at the moment as well in the physical location, because you are a digital nomad. So, you know, the accent doesn't match the location at the moment, right? <laughs> Not really. No. Not the look either. No. Uh, I'm in Dubai at the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit of a grounded uh, digital nomad, so, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll get yeah. there. We'll get, we'll get to, to that. that. Yes. yes, Dubai is my new home base for now. 
amazing and i love these international episodes and this is the beauty of this technology of course is it enables us to to have conversations with people all over the planet which is just incredible Absolutely. so so that gives me more energy to know that somebody sat in uh, 20 to 25 degrees celsius enjoying a sunny day i know you're jealous i am very jealous let's move on let's move this conversation <laughs> forward um so the big part of this conversation is about mm. mental health and the journey and and i know we've been on a journey and you know it, it obviously it makes sense in the travel industry journeys that happen all the time but I want to talk about your specific journey already um, your life and you know define it as you will tell us what you want but please just tell us a story about what's been going on so um, I would say uh, well I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell once the c word and then I'll, I, I won't name it again because okay. <laughs> I think it, it has way too much exposure uh, okay. these days but um, I would say the, the, the biggest trigger for me, like professionally speaking, uh, and, and, but it had huge impacts on my personal life was COVID. Yeah. Um, I would say in a nutshell, my lifestyle that I had created was very much linked to my livelihood. So basically, I used to travel uh, so much. I, I, I have a location independent job. So the great part is no matter where I am in the world, I need a laptop, I need proper Wi-Fi connectivity and uh, I can do my job. Um, but this was uh, nice when I had clients <laughs> to actually work yeah. with. Um, and yeah, when, when, when COVID hit, um, I did not realize yet the impact this was gonna have and, and the feelings this was gonna I would say revive from like past, even past traumas that I had in my life and such feeling of um, really struggling, absolutely struggling uh, with things that I cannot control. Um, so yeah, I think that was, uh, you know, we, people often see me like a quite energetic person if I listen to what they tell me and, and how they perceive me and, yeah quite, you know, spreading, uh, spreading some joy, happy person. Um, and it's been, um, it's been very difficult, uh, like even on, on, on the inside. Yeah. Um, I believe I've changed in, in the process, you know, um, and we, we're going to go into the details in bits. Yeah. Um, and there are some aspects, like even some behaviors that, uh, you know, are, are really noticeable I would say you know like on social media I'm way more quiet yeah. I used to share a lot even on LinkedIn I I don't have much to say you know I didn't have yeah. much to say to be honest yeah I wasn't <clears throat> I didn't have the inspiration I um mm. I used to do vlogs you know showing my experiences working while traveling um I captured some of the episodes before COVID yeah. I decided to launch them during the pandemic because I was like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Travel's gonna pick up at some point, but nobody knew how long this was no. gonna last. Um, I did one in Dubai uh, that got out, I think early 2021. Right. So it's already a long time ago. And since then I didn't have the, I wasn't in a good mental space to do another one because I just didn't feel like, I just didn't feel like it, you know, I think I'm, yeah, I needed somehow to be, to be a bit more quiet, you know, and, and try to figure out my own things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, 
I haven't been very vocal about it. I was always trying whenever I had, I had a few, few gigs that survived that went virtual. And I'm pretty sure uh, most of our audience will relate. Uh, everything was virtual. So when you're presenting, uh, because this is most of my job, and this is why I took such a huge hit, because it was so event-related, yeah. connection-related, face-to-face, innovation-related. You cannot just show up and with low energy and, and, and while being sad, because you need to you need to inflate that energy yeah. to people. Yeah. And in a way, it helped me because it was like a reset. And I was like, okay, you need to put yourself together. Um, try to help people, help your clients. But it, you know, on the other hand, it costs you so much energy yeah. that you're absolutely shattered after that. Yeah. Um, and I never really share that openly um, for some reason. Yeah. And sometimes you just have some aha moments that mm. make you think, okay, I think I need now to be open about it and, and have that conversation. And how it also triggered some difficult things that happened in my life uh, years and years ago. You think they were buried or not even buried. It's not the right word, but you think you fixed them. Yeah. But when you're really being triggered, such things come and get, come and find you again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was uh, who, 2000, 2013, actually, mm-hmm. uh, was a year where um, well, I'm going to share that very openly. I was supposed to get married that year. Right. Okay. And everything got cancelled. Um, it, was, it was very harsh because it happened last minute. Um, but and it, it's not health related, but it's some stuff that brings some trauma, you know, like it's quite humiliating. You need to cancel everything. You need to, you need to, you, you, are, you lose a little bit of money in the process as well. Yeah. Uh, and you, it happened in the worst way because I ended up in the police station pressing charges against my fiance because of like physical attempt, physical violence attempt. Yeah. Um, you know, the worst case is he was a cop. Mm-hmm. So try to go to a police station pressing charges against the cop. Yeah. Um, and it took me to some quite dark places because, um, you know, it's very difficult to accept. Uh, I went into a depression. Yeah. Um, I went to see a, a shrink that helped me a lot because she advised me to read some amazing books um, that kind of started to enlighten me. Yeah. And the whole therapy was about me. Okay. Why did I react like that? How did that make me feel? Um, what's my journey? You know, so I think it gave me some ammunitions to handle some events in life. And it took me a moment to realize that I was grateful all of this happened before the commitment because I think I avoided a lot of trouble yeah. and a lot of pain that would have been mm. so much worse. Um, but, but, but yeah, I think it's completely different situations, but sometimes when you have so, so some trauma, what, what I see in common with everything with this pattern is the difficulty I have to handle situations that are not under my control. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's been tough. Um, it's been so tough. I think back in 2020, 
when we were like in the very middle of this this nightmare this thing yeah yeah i lost 80 percent of my income yeah uh, like many people in different industries. So this is also the, I would say the silver lining. I'm not alone. <laughs> so this is something yeah, I realized. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine that I'm very grateful for because he was the trigger to my way a little bit up. Um, he said, look, it was September, 2020. Gyms uh, closed again in France. Gyms was my workouts were my, I mean, you follow me on Insta, right? Yeah, you see, yeah. I'm a little bit of a fitness creep. Yeah, um, yeah. It was the only thing that was keeping me alive. I needed my endorphins. This was my moment where I let off steam and yeah. I felt like I sweated out. My endorphins kicked in and it yeah. makes me feel better. I wouldn't say it's a fix, but at least, you know, all the pressure and you know, everything, the glass keeps, keeps, uh, you know, uh, filling in, filling in. At least it's, you empty it a little yeah. bit and you lower down the pressure. This is what workouts do to me. Well, that's self-care, right? That's, that's what he called is. me and um, he told me, look, Dubai is open. He lives in Dubai. Right. I just moved to a new place with my wife. Uh, we have a spare room. Book yourself a trip, do yourself a favor, come see us, spend a week, spend two weeks with us. But I have a feeling this is really going to help you. And then I thought about it and was like, you know what? Uh, yeah, let's, let's do this. So I used my miles. I arrived in Dubai. I've already been to Dubai several times in the past. And I think day four, the President Macron announced the second lockdown in France. And I was like, no, no, just no. I, I, I'm not flying back to, to, to do this again. Lockdowns were pretty strict in France. And I was like, no, just no. And then I realized I was at some sort of a crossroads. I looked at my savings account. I looked at my pipeline that wasn't glorious. Yep. <laughs> I was like, okay, now you need to make a choice. Hmm. Uh, you choose you. And you try to improve your well-being and the situation you're in, and because you're, I love the sun. I'm a sun seeker. Or you go back, uh, and you need to deal with whatever. And you knew, I mean, maybe you'll be with your family, but I know I would have been miserable. I chose to stay in Dubai, without knowing that one year later I would have my residency visa and, and even start a gig as a fitness instructor. Um, but I think the decision to stay there was the first um, step that helped me to like help myself in this process. Because yeah. uh, I realized that uh, there was a lot of pain and frustration and suffering and anger mm. against what? Yeah. against a virus. Uh, it always turns yeah. to the same thing about not being able to or not being not dealing well with 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 handling something you cannot control yeah so that's a, a long answer to your question but no not <laughs> yeah at that, all. that's i would say the main uh, the main steps incredible well it's not a long answer because you could have taken half an hour to tell as much as you want and really and, and, and it's an incredible story and, and thank you so much firstly for sharing what you've shared and going into those sort of you know those 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 moments that were difficult and more challenging especially back sort of towards 2013 um 
I I want to sort of change gear just slightly, if that's okay. I'm not going to go into to of any of the, sort of the content around that because I know that's that's obviously something that was that was very difficult and to, you've come through. But when did you determine that you wanted to move in terms of? I don't mean going to Dubai. I mean move in sense of becoming this digital nomad. And I love this because I've always that's followed that. That's a great that. question. You know, I I, I want to know where that came from. Where did that desire and that that passion come from? So uh, the irony in this is that my parents do not have a passport. Wow. They have never been on a plane. Amazing, yeah. They don't speak English. Um, so I, I have two brothers, I'm the youngest. I'm an alien in my family, uh, but in a good way. I mean, yeah, you know, I love them. <laughs> They're your family, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I have always been attracted to the world when I was a little girl, so usually you see this background, it's because I'm like starting a new life. I'm in a new place here. I live yeah. in boxes and I don't have any furniture. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have hidden the, the, the misery. Yeah. Uh, you don't see it right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a world map yeah. and uh, I started to learn where the countries were on the map. Okay. I've learned English and this is a, this is a fun story. I started to learn English on my own. I was nine and I asked my parents to buy me a dictionary. And you know how I've learned? You're gonna love. Yeah. Uh, it's with the Spice Girls. Uh, really? <laughs> I was a huge wow. fan. Oh, I was wow. such a huge fan. And back then you used to have magazines and mm. they printed out the, the lyrics of the songs. Okay. And I wanted to understand I what they were singing about. So I asked for a dictionary and I was looking where, and I translated this. And this is how I started to learn how to build sentences. And I started to learn words. Um, I think what helped as well is uh, I'm from the east of France. So we're so close to Germany, to Switzerland, to Belgium, to Luxembourg. And it's, it's already a little bit of an international environment because all my life wow. I was used to hearing different languages. Yeah. And with my family are not adventurous. I, obviously, they don't have a passport, right? Never been on a plane. We went on holidays, but it was in France, right. car trip, you know. Yeah. I wanted to see more. I, I started to, I remember back then at the cinema, geez, this tells me I'm a millennial, but I'm not so young anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, nor am I, nor am I. Uh, there were some documentaries that um, like, you know, people just created and it was broadcasted at the cinema and they had books. I took a membership and I, I, and, and I, I watched this. Uh, it was before YouTube, before all of that content, pre-social media. Yeah. And I was fascinated. So this, I guess this is how everything started. Oh. Then um, my passion for travel, uh, my passion for foreign languages, became quite obvious. Mm. I wanted my passion for technology as well, because my, I'm a little bit of a geek. Yeah. It became obvious I wanted to build something around that and I wanted to see the world. And I wanted to have a job that would allow me to see the world. Right. Okay. Um, my first job didn't get me to travel a lot, no. um, but I've learned quite a lot, like from a yeah, knowledge perspective, from a methodology perspective, but I wasn't really happy. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm, a I'm a lot of a free spirit. I love to be trusted and to do my thing. I'm more deliverable oriented than sitting in an office chair from five to five, from nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
I knew I wanted to start to, you know, to start my, my own thing. And I met sometimes in life, you, you have moments where you meet people that are going to be a game changer for you. And back then when I met Paul, we actually met on social media. We met on LinkedIn because I was starting to talk about leisure back then. Mm, yes. And he was skeptical about that. Yeah. It was like, what are you talking about? So I challenged him. I was 21, 22. Right. And I met him at an event and I said, that's you. You're the one who challenged me on LinkedIn. So we actually ah, started to have a conversation. Sure. Yeah. And I was, uh, I was phasing out like from Amex back then to start uh, working for GBT friends um, mm -hmm. uh, back then and running the association after, uh, after Carol uh, Foyer did it. And Paul was in the process of founding his own company. Yep. And he was like, look, we, we have some kind of a unique model uh, where you would be self-employed yep. and you would have the freedom. And so do you, is, do you see an interest for you? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. So this is how I started and events, running so many events every time in a new city. Um, and I was very happy. Some other more consulting related, you know, gigs came in the way. And this was, yeah, 2015. So I was, I was out of my depression. My depression lasted two years yeah, um, course, yeah. after those events. So yeah. that was the first trigger. My depression made me realize one thing. I would never have landed those opportunities if I was still with that person. Right. Okay. Because the way he saw the couple and the way he acted with me, I wasn't myself really anymore. I wasn't empowered. I wasn't, and it took, it took years. We were together five years right. and you don't even realize sometimes the negative impact and how yeah. your personality changes voluntarily but not consciously um so i was like yeah maybe the the i don't know if that translates in english the wheel is turning this is what we say okay. yeah it translates yeah it makes sense yeah how do you say in english it depends the context if you're well it depends on what you're what you're trying to say so finish what you're trying okay. to say and i'll come up <laughs> so the wheel is like uh, see yeah. that as a life okay and sometimes yeah. you you enter new new phases like there are bad phases yeah. but things move on Okay, yeah, so yes, like a, it's like a, a cycle. It's like a cycle. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, a French, it. yeah. French expression. Okay. Um, and yeah, I was like, I was embarked on a new adventure, having my best time. But I also realized the past 20 months that um, I was very happy. I was, I chose my freedom and I chose that lifestyle over big bucks at the yep. end of a month. Yeah. Um, but that, that was a good compromise for me because this was yeah. my definition of happiness. For me, my freedom was my happiness, seeing the world, yeah. uh, being able to work three or four months in a year from Central America yeah. uh, was the dream. Uh, and, and, you know, it was a different lifestyle that I chose, but I owned it. Yeah. And um, when, when this crisis hits, um, I realized how fragile my livelihood and my lifestyle was. Right. Yeah. And I think I was getting very comfortable and without realizing it, I took some stuff for granted. You know, meaning I'm going to travel, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you wish. Um, and this was part of my struggle as well. Uh, I, 
I filtered many people that I thought were friends mm. because I heard comments that for me were not acceptable. Right. Um, you know, some very sarcastic comment meaning, ah, ha, ha, this must now bring you down. You're not traveling anymore. Oh, wow. And I was like, don't you realize that like traveling is also my livelihood? Yeah. And I mean, what's the point? If you want to create this life for you, go for it. It's, it, it, it's, yeah. it's not like there's not quotas. No. Um, or, you know, um, it, it's, it's maybe I took it personally as well, because I was, I was, I was, I was in a very dark place myself, but, you know, people, uh, are reaching out like, so how, I don't know how you're doing this, uh, working from home all the time. Uh, I'm so bored. I sit at home, uh, and, uh, oh yeah, I'm paid. I'm paid like, because the French government helped, you yeah, know, uh, with, with the different measures, like most governments, yeah. oh, I still have 85% of my salary, but I'm so bored. Like, okay. So you're telling this to me, I'm just, my business is just completely collapsing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was, it was, it was, I mean, I don't think people sometimes realize that it yeah. was really not the right time to bring some stuff because it has mm. a huge impact on somebody that's very fragile. Yeah, of course. Um, so I isolated myself a lot, but probably mm. for the good reasons, because I couldn't, I wasn't ready to hear such things. No. I wasn't emotionally available um, for such things. And coming to Dubai brought me in that bubble, mm. a great bubble. Yeah. Because the situation here, they've been, UAE has done, I must say, they have done an amazing, amazing job in handling COVID okay. because things were open since summer 2020. Yeah. With restrictions, yeah, but open. Yeah. And it gave me like, almost like a new life. And I realized, you know, I, I, I thought about it. and was like, okay, do you, do you picture yourself going back to your 20 square meter apartment in the attic in Paris yeah. with a tiny, tiny kitchen, uh, not traveling that much anymore? Because for obvious reasons, I cannot afford it uh, as well, oh, because yeah. I, need to re I need to rebuild. Let's be honest here as well for two seconds, right? Yeah, yeah. I need to rebuild my, my bank account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and the answer was no. Hmm. Um, and... To answer your initial question as well, it had been on my mind for two years and a half to leave France. Right, yeah. I love my country, but I believe it's draining mm. because of the mentality of some people, not all, but yeah. some. And again, this is just my mm -hmm. personal opinion. Some people would disagree and yeah. perfectly open to <laughs> discuss yeah. that. Yeah. But, you know, the yellow vest and the protests and every Saturday there's another protest and protest sure. and protest. And you're like, wow, I don't want to be in that environment. I, I, uh, I, need, I need more positive stuff. Mm. And so, you know, when I saw all the, 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 the anti-vaxxers and all of those things, I was so grateful to be in Dubai. <laughs> yeah, of course. Because I'm a little bit in my bubble, yeah. you know. Yeah. And my plan was Colombia. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Latin Latina at soul at heart. Right. Colombia has my heart. Okay, love that country, the vibes, the people. Um, but it wasn't the right time. Yeah, um, um, but so yeah, Dubai just happened by accident. Uh, I would right. say. Yeah, well, and Dubai's gain is Paris's loss, right? There you go. 
who knows? It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, we are coming right towards the end of this. I can't believe it. it's like 30 minutes just to, as all these uh, conversations. It does, doesn't it? And, and it's so lovely listening to you talking about your, your journey and, and what you've, you know, what you've been doing. And I'm going to pass it to you in a second to sort of close from your perspective. But also, I'd like to know what the future looks like for you. What would you like the future to be or how would you like that to happen? You know, so so I'm going to pass that to you. Um, over to so you. That's a, that's a great question because at the moment, like where we speak, I'm looking at redesigning my life. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because my my line of business uh, with my professional career is is not coming back at least for now yeah. and for a long time, I reckon. Yeah. So I'm I think I'm at the I'm at this intersection where I need to figure out uh, what are my options. I've started uh, okay. like in Dubai. This is also why I, I, I love this country because it offers opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten in Europe. Okay. I became a fitness instructor here. Yeah. It's just a certification. Uh, well, it's hard work, of course, but yeah. it's uh, they, they give you this opportunity way much easier than, I mean, in France, I am not allowed to teach by law. Right, yeah because I don't have that degree that you need, blah, 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 sure, despite yeah, yeah. The, the certification. Yeah. So I follow my passion. I, I'm like you. Yeah. I am mission driven yeah. and I am passion driven. So I'm, I'm right now, I have my options in front of me and I'm trying to figure out, okay, what do I want to do? You know, this Ikigai model, basically. Hey, yeah, I'm here. I, I know it very well. Yeah, I know it very well. Yeah. I'm here. What am I good at? What does the world need? Yep. Uh, and, uh, and and what what um, what, what what's the, the passion? What, the, there we go. What are my passion? And what, and what can I get get paid for? What can yep. I monetize? I'm yep. here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Icky Dubai, right? There we go. Um, maybe it is. Um, incredible. I, I'm so happy that we had this conversation. Isn't it? You know, it's, it's just been lovely to catch up and to get to see you on, on screen. And, you know, I know we'd message each other every now and again, and it's mm -hmm. just, it's just nice to, to sit down and have a conversation as well. Um, Aurelie, thank you so much for, for this today. And thank you for sharing and thank you for, you know, being open. And, and, and I loved at one point you said, let for two seconds, let's be honest. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I, I hope you've been honest for the whole thing, but it, <laughs> it was more about your bank oh, account. Yeah. Like, that I mean, was more about your bank <laughs> You know, bottom line is uh, I realized that um, in the end, things get sorted out, uh, yeah. no matter if it's personal, if it's professional, yeah. but if you put in the, the right passion and if you're genuinely looking at options to to help yourself because at the end of the day you you, you know uh, awesome people like you who support us and i'm very grateful i have super supportive parents my mom freaked out when <laughs> i told her i was moving to dubai right. um she, she feels anxious because i'm so far away and yeah. she knows i'm struggling mentally but she also knows i'm happy here she sees it yeah so my point is you can have the best support, but at the end of the day, you need to help yourself. It's just you, it's in you, yeah. and you need to be a fighter because you, I mean, giving up is not an option.
Very good. And that links very nicely to the thought that we met each other in a boxing ring, um, being a fighter. And it's absolutely right. It's a wonderful analogy thought, isn't it? But um, listen, thank you so much for, for today. Um, for anybody that is listening, if you are struggling with any of the content, if anything's worrying you, concerning you, or if you've got any questions you want to ask, I'm sure Aureli would be more than happy to uh, take nice. any questions. Perfect. Um, and always you can reach out to me as well if anybody is listening, wants to uh, ask any questions of me too. Uh, but there are organisations out there who do support you when you're struggling you're not on your own that's the most important thing that we always want to put across in these messages is you know the stories are our journeys uh, the reality is we at some point struggle and we need to get that little bit of help and support and it doesn't mean we have to go to the the ends to get the support we need to just realize that sometimes having a conversation with somebody can help us through some of those challenges um, please do feel free to reach out to organizations like Samaritans in the UK, 116123. There's also a text service called Shelp 85258. And globally, there are many organizations that exist today to help support conversations. That's the end. We are done. Thank you so much, Aurélie. I wish you all the very best and uh, stay safe. Look after yourself. Thank you so much. Great vibes to you and to you all as well. Thank you so much.